Oh, I just I money. just started recording you, by the way, too. Is this uh, for training purposes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. I might not even I might not even use it, but I don't know what the hell to do for my podcast today. So one other yeah. time when I didn't know what to do, I just called somebody and we talked. <laughs> hey everybody. Welcome to Creative Ops, a podcast for creative people by creative people. As I forementioned there, <laughs> I didn't know what to do this week. So, I'm doing a review of some of the things that I learned from Joshua Marcella, both on the podcast and since the podcast, just some of our personal conversations. In some of our personal conversations, we talked about self-publishing, and some of the stuff that he had said was so well-researched and thought out and was working well for him in practice that I thought I should have him on just briefly again to go over you know, kind of the path that he's found in self-publishing because it seems to be working pretty well for him. So if you're like me and you have written a book or you're working on a book, I'm working on my second one now, and you are exhausted by trying to find a literary agent or frustrated as all hell with the process of dealing with the small press, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with small presses, but some work better than others. Some are more uh, professionally run than others, and it's all kind of a mixed bag. So it's it, it, it's a it's a difficult landscape to navigate, especially if you haven't already done so. So I figured some of the advice that was coming to me that I am going to follow and that I respect the people that are giving it, in the name of the show and what the show is all about, I should be sharing that. Now, I don't know if you are a writer or not. But if you are, you might find this interesting. And if you're not, you might go, wow, I didn't realize what a business being an independent author is. So either way, I hope you can get something from it. And it's always fun to talk to my buddy Joshua Marcella because he's a fantastic writer, a dope-ass human being, and somebody that I hope you will consider supporting by buying a book. Go ahead and listen to his interview, his full interview with me. We talked about a lot of stuff. Mental health. His experience in the military, post-military, being a dad, all that kind of stuff along with, you know, more of the... More of a, a along with more of what you're going to hear in just a minute. I asked people on Twitter to encourage me to stop fucking around and get this podcast out. And Bill Davidson, the author of The King of Crows, The Orangery, and New Gods, Old Monsters, was the first to take me up on the offer. He said, for fuck's sake, stop with all the fucking around and finish the fucking podcast, Christopher. It's nearly fucking Christmas. Check him out. He's on Twitter at Bill underscore Davidson 57. Thanks, Bill. Because yeah, Bellum is a 
a good investment. Like even my buddy who um, formatted scratches and severed for me for like the second editions. I don't know. It's usually depending on how long or stuff like that. Some people just do, but like if I was to pay 300 bucks, that's like the whole program in itself paid off right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So that's definitely you're, you, you made the right move, man. And if, if you had told me before you bought it, I would have said the same thing. Because that's, uh, especially for when, you know, when you're publishing your own book or you want to self-publish, that's the whole reason I just did, because things fell through with but I want my book to get into, like, Barnes & Noble and stuff like that. So it just looks better when you have a press name attached to your book, you know what I mean? Like, even yeah. if it's just self-published, Cold Hands Press looks and sounds official. So I actually paid Dave Dick 100, 100 bucks. And he designed my logo for me, gave me a ping file, which is just a logo, nothing behind it. Mm. And then my buddy, Freddie, actually did an invert of the color scheme or whatever. So, like, on my black book covers, you can still see the the image. Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, very simple. Like, if, if you come up with an idea, like, I just came up with the, the hand and the, qu- and the quill, the name of it. If you just tell someone that, you know, they can they could probably help you. If you have, like, a designer or a friend or someone that does that stuff. Yeah. definitely help you out a lot of people do that like uh Catherine silver just put out her book wild dark i think it's called and she has the um same thing she did her own i think it's like strange wilds press and it's like a cool fox logo but she just self-publishes everything yeah so but I'm, I'm trying to get to that next step where even if i still self-publish it just looks a little more professional you know what i mean yeah 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 definitely that's why i told you i'd pay for everything that goes with my book i just need a logo on the back that makes it look more official <laughs> exactly i mean and to be honest like once i started like my buddy ross he was picked up by cemetery gates media for his recent book they literally use kdp their books look no different than my book or your book that's published through kdp so it's like so basically you're just going through a publisher for their formatting services and, and, and to be honest he formatted his own book too yeah. And through the with the publisher, and then they just basically have an editor they use, and then I think he even designed his own cover. So so it's these days it seems like it's more for clout, and I kind of realized that once I went through originally because I'm like I'm like pushing them constantly to get this fucking thing edited, and yeah, they did take with the cover. But I was doing all, pretty much most of my own promotion, what I've done with this book, way more than they would have even done through their official press. And I'm like, why did I even bother with this? But in the end, they let me keep the, the advance. They let me keep the cover, dropped me out of the contract. So I made out on it, but that's not how it always works. <laughs> While I've got you on the line, uh, I'm just curious. Has has being on my podcast completely changed your life? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I look at life differently. I look at food differently. Uh, everything is through a different scope. I, I recommend more people come on and experience, experience the amazing... Yeah, just the, the growth, the change you will experience from this podcast. Cool. All right. I'll sign that check and send it to you now. <laughs>
Yeah, I've talked to a few different independent bookstores in Michigan, some on the west side, some on the east side, and they all are very like, yeah, yeah, when you got a book, let it, let us know. Yeah, and like in Maine, we have the store that I'm going to, Sherman's, they have whole sections of Maine authors and yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that, and they're very supportive. They're one of Maine's oldest bookstores, and I said, if, I'll even come down and sign copies if you guys would, would, would be cool with that or whatever, if, you know mm. what I mean, if you did pick up some or whatever. so I'll give out a free I, cup of soup uh, with every purchase. Yeah, <laughs> but you, that's the thing is you got to be vigilant. You got to be proactive in these things because yeah. ask people like I didn't know about the Barnes and Noble thing. I asked her, I said, how would I go about doing this? And she said, blah, 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 blah. All right. Thank you. I'll do that. And I'll get back in touch. And if you do take the steps that you ask them to like nine times out of 10, they'll they'll do it. Some people just want to give up after a no. And they're like, OK, thanks. Whatever. You just got to push it. Push it. You're your own advocate you know what i mean no one's gonna go out there and do it for you especially being self-published yeah well that's why Um, i hope that this conversation i wanted to record it this is kind of more or less the second time we're having it but i i wanted to get it down on on a on a file here because i think anybody who's contemplating self-publishing the biggest thing that against it is like the stigma is already kind of gone it's probably just too much for people that aren't business-minded already yeah and I've noticed like there's a lot of anthologies out there getting pushed out. People are always, oh, I want to get in this anthology because it'll look good and this and that. And then you look up the anthology and six months later it has like three reviews. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. to be in anthologies with people and stuff. But to be honest, it's just 
you're competing for the attention with all these other authors. That's why I usually do like two charity anthologies a year and that's it. Unless I'm invited to an anthology because I mean, you're competing with all these other people and you wait months to hear back from a submission just to make like a couple dollars in the end. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. if you put your own work out, you have fans that are, they become dedicated to your work. It's you're more, more than willing. Cause it is a business. I mean, I like to do it. I do it for fun. But if I wasn't making any money off it whatsoever, I couldn't I couldn't do it because I couldn't afford book covers. I couldn't afford all these things that, you know, cause you can do it for free, but there's so many awful self-published books out there. That, like, right. The covers just shit. You know, they look like <laughs> someone just learned how to use Photoshop. And <laughs> yeah. you that, especially with like your first book or your second book, you really want to put a product out there that competes with everybody else you know what i mean that is very important that you come out of the gate and just make an impact in some way and a book cover 100 percent sells and if you know what i mean like it just it does you have to you have to come out of the gate with something that's like it doesn't have to blow people's minds but it has to tell the story that you're trying to tell and convey i don't know you want to draw them in and I've had quite a bit of success with my books so far and like my collection and I'm really hoping Well, you're the first person You're the first person that's been on my podcast that uh somebody else that was on my podcast called me up and was like, "Hey, have this person on your podcast." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> was that Brandon? Yeah, uh, Brandon, the great Brandon Scott who couldn't be with us right now cuz he's got other stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, no, we've become good friends. Definitely uh, consider looking into vellum. It's a worthy investment, especially, like I said, once you get good, buy a few things, like make a fake manuscript and then just try and see how you can edit it and, I mean, uh, format it. And then once you get good at it, man, start putting it out there, like formatter on your profile or say if anyone needs formatting services. And what I would recommend is look up, like, the the average cost of, like, people charge. And if, like, the the average charge is 100 bucks per 20,000 words or $200 flat or charge just a tiny bit under that and you know what i mean you'll still make money but you'll more than likely get more people you know what i mean to come and uh you know pick up your services and stuff yeah it's all business and it's just business it's learning the ways of you know getting saving a dollar and making a dollar i just looked at my proof that came in of my book it looks awesome i mean it looks like it was professionally published and that's what i'm striving for going forward is people to look at it and be like wow this is like a nice book oh cold hands press i'm gonna have to look into them you know like and that's the that's the point even if it's fake it till you make it you know if it if it works (laughs) you know what i mean and who knows the difference what is the difference i'm doing the same thing i'm hiring an editor hiring a formatter all those same things so that's why i'm like you know what i'm doing all this why not make my own press that i could put my own work through yeah it makes sense if i had waited like for someone to publish scratches i'd still be waiting at this point because it's not my strongest work but it put me on the map and now it's at almost it's over it's almost 300 reviews on freaking goodreads and over almost 200 on amazon and now how the hell do you like, get people to do that you just have to sell enough it's copies it's just you know, you, I, I'm really busy on social media. I, I post a lot. I support a lot of people. I Originally, I reached out, but I don't do that anymore. Now, I just say, if anyone's looking to do, if any reviewers want a copy, please hit me up. Like, I don't do the whole begging game. But um, 
I'm very courteous to people. I, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's just part of the game, man. You just got to, I don't know, to be honest. People ask me, I've had people that are really good authors, like six books in, and they're like, dude, how do you get so many reviews? I'm like, I really just don't know. I'm just a, I'm a real guy. I like to. People just like me more than you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know why people buy my books and freaking review them. Like they're still getting reviews. Someone just reviewed Severed yesterday. And, and what's nice is they're like, yeah, you can definitely see the growth in his writing and blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's awesome. makes me feel good. Yeah. Well, you deserve it, Dan. Well, thanks man. I'm really proud of it. Now there's audio book versions and, and that's another thing self-published people can do is they can do audiobooks they just gotta learn you know how to work it it's not hard at all what are all the different tools you already said ingram spark which is a place where you can go to get your books on a catalog where people can order them like for, through stores and whatnot right essentially everywhere barnes and noble blah 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 and you can do hardcovers you can do ebooks but yeah it's, a, it's like a expanded distribution and it's just another place where you can publish your books through because places can't go to Amazon and order your books. Yeah. But if you want to sell it like indie bookstores and stuff, Ingram Spark grants you that opportunity. And also, you can set up a pre-order for the paperback, which because you did it through Ingram, it'll show up on like Amazon now for my book has a paperback pre-order because it's through Ingram Spark, uh-huh. which is another advantage of it, which normally you can't do through Amazon. They only do ebook pre-orders. So yeah, and then like Ingram Spark does allow Barnes and Noble to sell it online. So if you go to barnesandnoble.com, my book is there, but it's pay, it's order on demand or print on demand, which means like if someone orders it, they'll print it and send it to them, but they don't keep them in stock. And that's the difference. I just want to make yeah. sure that we cover all the, all the tools here for anybody who's interested in self-publishing. So we talked about Ingram Spark a little bit. I think most people already know about Kindle direct publishing. Um, yeah. And if they don't, they should. And then also Barnes & Noble, like you had talked about earlier, and getting it in their system. So then once you're in Ingram Spark, KDP, and BN.com, yes. then you pretty much got the, the market covered, no? As far as prints and – and one thing I do recommend is doing ebook exclusivity for – Kindle. KCX.com is also for audiobooks, which is essentially KDP for audiobooks. Um, and there's I was, a whole process was, for that. But I was talking over you there, too. You said A-C-X. A-C-X, yeah. yeah. Um, you just got to make an account on there, and then you can uh, – there's a whole process. It's very simple, but you can get audiobooks uh, made for your books, and you can pick your narrator, pick the style of narration, all the – you know, there's you do auditions. It's a whole different different ball game, but it's very, very cool, and – yeah, so both my books now, when you go to like Amazon, you'll see they have an audiobook option. And then there's also like other ones, but you really want to do your research outside of those ones because your royalties tend to dip. I've heard a lot of bad things about, um, and there's a few others that, but those are as far as like really good self-publishing, you know, at least to start with, those are like some of the, the best um, press.barnesandnoble.com which is a, it's like a self-publishing they have tools on there to, and it's just like KDP except what they can do is then you'd have to call Barnes & Noble and say hey my this is my ISBN this is my book could you order copies for your shelves and some say yes some say no but that's just, that's uh, the business side eh? yeah that's the business side 
See you later, man. Yeah, we'll chat soon, all right? Sounds good, Judd. All right, man. Take it easy, man. You too. Bye. Later. Well, that was weird. I tried to say Josh and Bud when I was hanging up the phone. Came out with like, whatever that was. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody that's out there listening. I'm very grateful for all my writer friends, Josh Marcella, Brandon Scott, Jennifer Susie, and TJ Tranchel. I'm so glad that you guys are out there. Bill Davidson, thanks for hitting me up on Twitter, buddy. Um, thank you to Hey Guys Media, particularly Jason Teary and uh, the guys over at Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be podcasting. Thank you very much. And thank you to everybody else, especially you folks in Canada. And, uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, eh? <laughs> well, shit, no, Canadians don't celebrate it. Fuck. Bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who's listening, thank you for listening. Make sure that you check out Joshua Marcella. He's got two books out. He's on a couple of anthologies. And he's got a collection of short stories that comes out, I believe, one week from today or one week from tomorrow. So look for Joshua Marcella online and wherever you find your books. And uh, thanks for listening. Oh, and also check out Brandon Scott. He should have been here today too, but he had he had other uh, plans and uh, wasn't able to adjust on five seconds notice. <laughs> so thanks, Josh. Thanks, Brandon. And uh, thank you for listening, folks. Have a good one.